I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to this Friday episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. I am in such a, a, a remarkably good mood. Uh, there is just good reason to to celebrate, to have cheer, and to give thanks. We're going to be talking about this idea of giving thanks throughout the program today. Uh, we'll be speaking later on with Boyd Matheson, going to rejoin us here in studio. Uh, we're going to talk about that video message delivered by the President of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, President Nelson. Look forward to walking through that again with Boyd Matheson. But first, in, in terms of giving, uh, giving thanks and giving in general, I'd like to welcome back onto the program a good friend of mine, Ron Gibson, President of the Utah Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, he's up to something incredible today. He and those working with him, a number of volunteers, have been, uh, well, I'll let him explain. Uh, Ron, sir, how you doing? Good morning. Or good afternoon, doing rather. Shoot. How you doing, Lee? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, the day got away from me. Uh, we're already into the afternoon. But you, you've you been spending your morning uh, doing something pretty special in Provo. Tell me about it. Well, we're here in Provo for our Utah Farm Bureau Convention today. And uh, part of that process is we did one of our miracle projects for Farmers Feeding Utah. And uh, what an awesome opportunity. I walked out into the parking lot today and... There were lines of people lined up. The, in fact, the police were mad at us because we had <laughs> we had cars lined up and blocking the streets. But I'm telling you, what, it was so neat to see those people come and, and get that food that was so awesome and see farmers and ranchers be able to hand that out to them. It was a neat day today. Let's take a step backwards for a moment and explain to folks listening exactly what Farmers Feeding Utah is. What is uh, this program that you've started and what uh, what transpires in these events, these miracle events? Well, Farmers Feeding Utah is is a program that was started through this whole COVID mess. And it it's a program where we raise money from people that want to donate. And we take that money and we buy food from farms and ranches that have food that they are unable to market, and then we give that food to people that are in need and have food insecurities. There's a simple way to explain that, and that's exactly what we did today. From the, from the moment I heard of this concept, I, I viewed it as just an absolute win-win. There were two very dramatic, uh, dramatically impactful needs facing different, uh, you know, different sectors of Utah. There are the farmers, and there are those who are looking to keep food on the shelves, and more importantly, in their own bellies and the bellies of their children, and bringing those two needs together and solving them. Just a remarkable thing. Uh, so now, t- tell us about what happened today in Provo. So today in Provo, we had 400 families that came today. Um, 
everybody got a turkey. They got a bag, a 25-pound bag of potatoes. They got a 10-pound bag of onions. They got milk. They got cheese. They got, um, I can't even think of all the things they got. They got some apples, everything. Oh, a bag of flour from Utah Grain Farmers. They got everything that you would need today to have a beautiful Thanksgiving dinner. And that's not, I mean, the richest person in Utah wouldn't have a better Thanksgiving dinner than what the people would have with the food we gave them today. It was awesome, high-quality, local Utah food. It was so cool. Tell me what it what it feels like to to hand that food out. I I have to tell you, I walked outside and um, the the process was already starting, and I just stood there and got emotional. It's just such a such an amazing experience. We had we had one lady that walked that lives just two or three blocks from from the Marriott here in Provo, and and she said started to cry and she says I don't need, I don't have a car but can my kids and I just carry this home and and uh, just the impact like she was so gracious and so grateful and everybody that came through the line today were just so grateful and they just they're just it's it's just what this whole time of year is about and um to me it's just an extremely moving thing to see these producers that grew this food stand there and hand it out to, to the people that are in need. It's just one of the coolest things I've ever been involved with in my whole life. That's an amazing thing. I, uh, I, I envy the position in which you find yourself, and I am so grateful that uh, people like you and the organization for which you work are, are able to bring about so much good. I have uh, been you know paying pretty close attention to, to, to some of the numbers here in Utah, and one of the sad uh, reminders is that uh, it's one in eight Utah children uh, deal with food insecurity. One in eight Utahns, uh, young little Utahns, uh, they sometimes go to bed with the pangs of hunger keeping them awake. And that has, you know, a wide ranging uh, list of ramifications that makes it hard to focus in school. It makes it hard to uh, to focus on anything. And more than anything, it causes physical discomfort uh, and damage. And so, uh, you know, in this way that you are able to, to help, uh, my, my hat's off to you. Now, you mentioned that there is an element of donation, that people are able to purchase this food from the farmers that then makes its way into the uh, the hands, cupboards, and bellies of those in need. How do folks learn more about what's going on? Well, we we set up a, the Miracle of Agriculture Foundation is is a 501c3. It's a tax-deductible organization. And if you go online to FarmersFeedingUtah.org, you can make a donation through the Miracle of Agriculture Foundation. And that donation is used by us to buy that food from people that from farmers and ranchers and give that to people that are in need. So FarmersFeedingUtah.org, and this time of year, especially when when um, most of us have great things planned, and even with this year of COVID, we we definitely have plenty. This is a great time of year to reach out and help those that are in need. And uh, I invite you all to reach out and help us out with this wonderful thing that's happening here. 
Uh, Ron, listen, thank you so much. Again, Ron Gibson, my guest president of the Utah Farm Bureau Federation, uh, behind Farmers Feeding Utah, uh, an operation that brings food to those in need. And more than that, uh, it, it gets that food from Utah farmers who are also struggling themselves. It's a remarkable win-win type of thing today. Uh, they have had their fifth uh, miracle food delivery in Provo. There are more on the horizon. And I look forward to speaking to you again, Ron. Thanks again. Okay, thank you. See ya. All righty. All right, we're going to take a break right now. When we return, very much looking forward to the conversation that follows. We'll be speaking again with Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News, host of Inside Sources. He and I are going to discuss some of the messages recently uh, shared by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, most specifically a message you heard uh, just half hour ago here on these airwaves from the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The hashtag introduced is Give Thanks. Details on that and some discussion ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.